I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The FT. Sometimes culture needs the most curious of boosts to help embed itself in the public imagination. In Hong Kong, where the second edition of the Art Basel Art Fair is currently drawing to a close, that moment may have arrived last year when a playfully sculpted, oversized, inflatable whirl of excrement suddenly appeared in the park of the city's West Kowloon Cultural District. Paul McCarthy's complex pile may have suddenly deflated due to adverse weather conditions, but let us not be seduced into an easy metaphor. The sculpture helped spark a vital conversation among Hong Kong's population. It was our Tate Briggs moment, says Lars Nitfer, executive director of M+, West Kowloon's Museum of Visual Culture, which is due to open its doors in 2017. Nitfa was recalling the effect of Carl Andre's Equivalent 8 when it was displayed in London's Tate Gallery in the mid-1970s. What a load of rubbish, famously screamed the front page of the Daily Mirror, yet to fall in love in that crusty time for culture with the joys of the avant-garde. It triggered a public discussion among the wider public on what art was and what it should be doing, says Swedish-born Nitfer, who was the founding director of Tate Modern, of McCarthy's Plastic Poop. It was a very good thing, a necessary thing. Every society, it seems, needs that moment of outrage. It is like a rite of passage. Get over it, and you will slide seamlessly into the contemporary culture club, where the squeamish are swept aside and artistic dissonance reaps head-spinning rewards. The effects can be seen in this year's fair, palpably bigger and bolder than last year's edition, attracting 245 galleries from 39 countries and territories. Michael Lynch, another non-British émigré from the British cultural scene, the Australian headed the South Bank Arts Centre, is the chief executive of the West Kowloon Scheme, and reports enthusiastically that the project is on time, on budget, and nothing has been compromised. That is no small feat. It hasn't been the easiest of intellectual journeys to convince this city devoted to the untrammeled movement of private capital that it needed an injection of public money to the tune of 24 billion Hong Kong dollars to support the arts. But West Kowloon is on course to clinch the argument. We need to kill the cynicism, says Lynch emphatically. In a quieter corner of Hong Kong, a small exhibition is a stark reminder of the extraordinary trip that contemporary art has taken since the beginning of the new century. Aftermath, post-sense sensibility, 15 years on, on show at Duddle's Restaurant, a city centre hotspot, may sound like the title of an unappealing PhD thesis but it brings together a generation of Chinese artists, born in the late 1960s and early 1970s, who have been all but forgotten in the frantic writing of the country's recent art history. The show commemorates an exhibition which sprang up in the beginning of 1999, in a basement of a Beijing residential tower not far from where the Olympic Stadium would be built. 
post-sense sensibility, alien bodies and delusion, was an intense, visceral experience, a warren of small spaces filled with artworks that were sharply confrontational. One of the artists, Zhu Yu, was to find notoriety the following year for allegedly cooking and eating a human fetus. Post-sense, wrote Q. Zhuzhe in his preface to the show, was the trace of blood that flows from your chest when you prick it with a razor. You don't feel pain, but you still feel an urge toward retaliation. Not surprisingly, the exhibition was shut down by the police after just a few hours. It wasn't meant to be a pop-up, but here was a society that wasn't best pleased with what was popping up in its basements. This was not a Tate Bricks moment. It felt too angry, too uncompromising. Even in the wider art world, reaction was mixed. The exhibition was seen either as a degenerate reflex of an amoral society or a blatant copy of the young British artist movement's flashy flirtations with the cadaverous. The show's very title was an oblique reference to 1997's sensation exhibition at the Royal Academy, but it went further and hit harder. The current display, showing recent work from the same artists, has been put together by Philip Tenari, the director of Beijing's Ullen Centre for Contemporary Art. Needless to say, the works show little of the confrontation that marked their 1999 predecessors. In that respect, the artists have been tamed. Tinari says that within a few years of the original show, some of them were already taking posts in state museums and major academies of art. It's easy, he says, to underestimate China's ability to absorb even the most radical expressions of cultural disquiet with bewildering fleetness of foot. In a corner of the restaurant, there's an old-fashioned radiogram, a seemingly appealing piece of retro design from the artist Wang Yu Yang. But study the radio carefully, and it seems to be breathing. It is, in fact, a silicon sculpture with a small pump inside it. Art can afford to make subtler statements in today's more eclectic climate. The urge to shock already seems a little outdated to us. In the post-poop world, we need to look more carefully for what artists are trying to say. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.